What's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. This is episode 97. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. Yeah, we back with another episode. You know, well, you know how we do. We kind of get in this deep boxing talk. You know, we don't just do the regular, right? Ain't that right, P? <laughs> yeah, man. We, we, you know, we try we try to put our spin, our little spin on every everything we do. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. And uh, what we want to do today, man, just kind of go back and talk about this Lamar Peterson fight. You know, not just, not just the fight, but you know, just kind of how it went down and how it played out. And um, I got a couple questions for you about the fight, P. You know, his fight against Sergey Lipinitz and how it kind of ended, and you know, just how I kind of feel like it shouldn't have ended that way. You know, as far as like. This just kind of being his last fight. So, uh, yeah, I got a couple questions for you on that. And then uh, just kind of talk about the uh, Amir, uh, Terrence Crawford versus Amir Khan fight. You know, that's less than a month away. You know, kind of talk about that. You know, the promotion behind it. Do you feel it's about, like it's been getting promoted right? Uh, do you think it's getting, like, closer? The more and more I look at it, the fight kind of seems like it's going to be more and more competitive. What about to you, man? Terrence Crawford and the Khan. Yeah, it kind of looks like it. The more and more get closer, I don't know, man. Some about it, you know. Maybe that's just them jitters I get, you know. Yeah, man. Because I'm still. I mean, <laughs> you still low, right? I'm still with my boy, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like like you say, Khan is an older fighter. Yeah. He's been in a lot of wars, and you just talking about a guy and Terrence Crawford. The Khan is not gonna stop him from. Reaching his goals, man. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, yeah, I, I can see that now. Never mind. I, I'm back on it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Come man. On Come on back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. But, but yeah. Now, all this, all this Earl Spence stuff going back and forth. I don't really like that. Go ahead, handle this business. Then worry about that afterwards. You know what I'm saying? No but, doubt. No doubt. I don't. Think, um, he definitely going to do do what he need to do come uh, April 20th. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, definitely got it. Don't look too far ahead, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, going back, man, looking at the uh, Lamar Peterson fight versus Sergey Lipinitz. You know, uh, Lipinitz, he got uh, the 10th round stoppage over Lamar Peterson. Um, It was a good action-packed fight. Uh, the reason I was kind of disappointed in the fight, like I kept saying, was because I felt like Lamar Peterson, he kind of kind of wanted to go in the pocket too much and make this, a, you know, an exciting fight. You know, I felt like it was a fight he could have just won on the cards. You know, he could have just boxed comfortably. And, uh, just, you know, just, you know, just put on a clinic on a guy like Lipinitz because I had, um, I had him up, man. I had him up probably by like two or three rounds until like the last part of the fight. I kind of felt like he started, you know, sitting in the pocket too much, taking too many shots. And then you could see the eyes swelling up. So, uh, when he took that last shot in the 10th round, I was just like, damn, man, he just kind of threw it all the way. And then, you know, you saw the towel fly in there and his uh, trainer, you know, he just jumped in there. There was like, you know, that's it. And then, you know, after the fight, you know, he announced his retirement. It just had me feeling a certain way because I was like, damn, man, like. I felt like, you know. He kind of retired himself. It wasn't really father time. And that's why I want to ask you, do you feel like. It was father time that that made him slow down and retire. Or was it just him trying to fight off a heart? Um, I mean to be honest, and I think it's a little bit of both. You know, it's a little bit of both. I mean, he definitely, you know, like you said, went in there and was um, getting drawn into like some firefights that he, he he really shouldn't shouldn't have been doing. But um, 
he can't take it like he used to. You know that that that's for the time. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know his face was swelled up. We seen Lamar Peterson beat up before, but you know he hadn't really been swelled up like that before. And then that last knockdown, and even though it wasn't just like a straight to the canvas. It still was like a bad, you know. He was just all over the place with that, like, yeah. You know, yeah, it yeah. Was, it just, it just looked bad. <clears throat> yeah, because um, so I think it was a little bit of both. You know, he definitely realized that yo, I, I, I can't compete on the Earl Spence level. I can't really do, you know, the Lippinitz level. I'm not just going to be a journeyman or a gatekeeper. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'd rather see him retire. You know, than keep trying to get in there and taking punishment at you know those last two fights was was rough for him you know i mean both due due to him man i mean and i mean back to the matisse fight back to a lot of fights he's been in he gets he gets drawn into five fights sometimes he's a superb boxer but he does get drawn into those those brawler those brawling matches and um because of his heart you know, because of his heart, because, you know, you know, where he came from, his background, being homeless. I mean, he's just, I, I, I don't know, but he always constantly gets drawn into him. I don't know why he does. You know, of course, it's not never the smart thing to do, but something always compels him to, you know, get drawn into him, man. I mean, which what you think? I, I don't know, man. You know, and you just brought that up, the fact that, you know, he came from nothing and then just came up to the top like that. That's kind of a good example of why he's just the way he is. He's so strong, man. He's so strong-headed. Like, he was homeless. He knew he could come from that. He's probably feeling like, I'm taking these shots, but I know I can overcome it, you know? Even if he falls, he keeps feeling like I can keep going, whether it is Matisse or Errol Spence. He can kind of feel like I can sacrifice the skill for this moment and try to win. But when he does that, it's kind of like he puts everything out of his head and he just wants to win it that one way off of heart, you know? And, you know, sometimes, like I said, that's kind of a dangerous thing, though, but... Um, very, very dangerous. Huh? Yeah. Very dangerous. We can't, we, 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 we can't deny that. It's very dangerous, especially at this stage in the game for him, you know? I mean, no matter what, he's not the Lamont Peterson of 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. He's definitely, he's older now and taking punishment it's just it's just not good, you know what I mean? And to be honest, man, it was like hard to watch, like for, for for a boxing fan like me and a fan of Lamont Peterson. It was kinda it's kinda rough to watch, man. You know, you really you know it's it's the name of the game. Somebody gotta win, somebody gotta lose, but it's it's tough when you see a guy that you know, you got a lot of respect for really just go out on his shield like that. Um I mean you want people to guard on their shield, but you don't want them to guard on their shield, you know, it's it's, it's a rough thing. Yeah, it is because whenever I saw him up until like the fifth round, sixth round, he was putting on that show where it was kind of back and forth, like I said, but he was he was still coming out on top. But as the rounds went on, when you saw the eyes swelling and where he just looked a little bit more disoriented, you were kind of like, man, you know, this ain't the Lamont Peterson. We know, you know, him getting beat up by a, a guy that he probably could have, you know, shut out before, you know. Right. You know, somebody right. like Libertus, we kind of felt like that was like a tune-up style for him. But in this fight, it was like he couldn't really do anything to get a reaction out of um, out of Libertus in this fight. And like we said, his heart just kept going and he kept thinking he was chipping Libertus away. But Libertus was just in there until he caught him with the big shot. And um, going back, man, like, what do you think it is like with his trainer, man? Like Lamont Peterson, do, y'all feel, do you think... He, if you feel like they do talk about it sometimes, like, hey, man, like, we know you're getting older, man, so you might want to fight more on skill in this thing because, you know, you can win it off skill. Do you think they kind of go back and talk about things like that? Um, Barry Hunter is a trainer, right? Yeah. Of, of course, man. Of course that's the game plan, you know what I mean? But with, with you know how, I man, you always talk about how important of a skill it is to be able to Stick to a game plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a skill. You got to be focused and disciplined. I mean, because somebody punches you in the face and you got to stay focused and keep to the game plan. So I think it's a little bit of that. And, you know, that is the game plan. That's what he agreed to mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go out there. Mm-hmm. Something else happens. You know what I mean? He gets, he gets, that's, what I say, he gets, that's why I say he gets drawn into 
you know, the firefights, you know what I mean? That's not the game plan. When you can box on that level, why, 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 eh? Right. You know what I mean? Why? Because we talk, yeah, yeah, we talking about a guy who was in there with Danny Garcia, you know what I mean? Boxing the hell out of him, even though he didn't get the nod in that fight. He was boxing the hell out of him and and still trading at times. But there was a moment, there's moments in them fight, in that fight, you could see the discipline. But it's like sometimes he feels like something about him is being tested where saying I got I gotta I can't break that code you know I gotta go in there and go, I gotta let it all out you know whether it is uh me winding up on my back or you know me winding up my hands raising victory so I think yeah like you say I do feel that way like Barry Hunter they do go over that and say hey man like let's do this skill you know but I know they do eh? yeah let, let's let's keep it skill based but like we say the trainer they they're in you they're in there with in the gym they're with you in the gym, but once they turn you out to the fire, it's on you. You know what I mean? So, I'm sure there've been moments in there where he's like, "Damn, why he in there like that?" You know, come on, you know, let's Absolutely. let's let's go back to what we know. Absolutely, because you see, the towel wasn't no hesitation there. Oh no, it, that shit flew. It just flew in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they was already watching closely to um preserve preserve. Lamont Peterson's health. It's not they not trying to hurt him or embarrass him or humiliate him. They trying to preserve his health, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Protect protect him pretty much. So um, you know, I know that night he might have felt some type of way, but honestly I don't think he did. You know, I mean he he, he got dropped hard and um I think he probably came to the realization that, you know, I'd rather like I said, I'd rather go out like this than it get any worse. I mean, it can only get worse, eh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we seen it, you know. I mean, most recently, you like... Again, you get in there again and get dropped, that's three losses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And lose again, that's three three losses, you know what I mean? That's pointless to do, keep going out there and losing, so... And like you right. say, too, man, like... Let's say he comes out. We'll see. He Let's say he did come out on top of this fight. He won the fight in the fashion that he did. Does he really want to go back in there and fight like that again against another guy lipping this level or above that? You know what I mean? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like a, a victory. What, what, what level is he able to compete at at this stage in the game with his career? You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you know, after lipping this, it's not going to be nothing really easier than that. They just, you know, kind of going to keep coming. And, um, you know, of course, 10 years ago, he could compete and beat a lot of these guys, but today, it's, 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 it's I think, you know, the careers kind of took a toll on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Fighting at a higher level anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. De- and he still, you know, beat the shit out of somebody in the street. People don't get it twisted, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, hey, all these trolls that's dissing and talking about him, yeah, yeah he'll nah, still, he'll still put a hammer. Mm-hmm. We talking about, you know, High level boxes that you know he might he may not be able to compete with you know but you know during the street you getting smoked <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, for real but yeah I like the fact that um his trainer you know they care about him that much just like with the Spence fight you know they was always there to just go ahead and stop it you know and um, be real with him because I think that's something that. Hunter, he's always kind of watching with him. You know, I think he knows in his heart that this is the type of guy that's going to lay it all on the line. So, like you said, there was no hesitation. You know what I mean? Like, the towel was right there already because they knew that somewhere around round six or seven, they was like, he's winning, but this guy living this ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? They saw that. So, they was always ready. So, you know, I I definitely give them respect for doing that, you know, because like you said, sometimes it's hard you know, seeing your fighter losing like that, you know, and after that, having to make that call to say he's had enough, you know. And think, you know, Barry is like a dad to those guys, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, you know, these these were guys were homeless at one time, you know, and both both of them. Well, I know Lamont went on to become a world champion. That's they, that's just a hell of a story, you know what I'm saying? And um, Barry Hunter, I, I, I think that he probably definitely looks at him like a son and, um, that stuff is tough for him to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. How um, how important it is 
is it for you to see a fighter when he gets to a certain age to kind of switch the style up to you? You know, say if you were a trainer, like, don't you feel like that's something like I'm saying, this don't necessarily have to pertain to them. Don't, you know, not pick it on them in that situation. But uh, how important is it for you to say, OK, man, whenever you reach that certain age that we can't do certain things anymore that we used to, we got to start, you know, thinking of self-preservation. You know, how important is that for you if you were a trainer? Um, to me, it's important. It's very important because if you have a guy and he still has to fight at this particular time in his career, but his legs are not what they were, the footwork is not what it was, the speed. You know, you start seeing certain things in decline, but he's still able to compete, you know what I mean? It's not gone, it's just declining a little bit, you know. Then you kind of, you, you have to innovate or re- recreate a style that would be the most effective for him at this stage in his career. I mean, if, if the footwork is not there, you're not going to have a style where you're moving a lot. Knees is a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, a guy on the outside looking in, you know, a trainer can see these things. He can say, well, they had the last three fights, this, this guy, you know, footwork ain't been there. You know, he can assess different things that you may not be able to see and should be able to come up with, 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 you know, that to, to tweak, finally tweak that style that you may have had before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and we've seen it done before. And that's why I can say it like that. We've seen it done before. We've seen, I mean, one of, one, one of the, my favorites and biggest is what Manuel Stewart did to Klitschko. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about a guy who been knocked out, what, three times, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And got with Klitschko and he customized a style where he wasn't getting knocked out no more. I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. can't give a guy a chin. You can't make a guy be able to take a punch. But, you know, you can give him a style where his chin is not exposed and out of harm's way most of the time. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's it's interesting in that way. You know, that they can do the science and figure and customize a style like that and you know people don't think it's that deep but it is it's deep man like that's genius on his part because like one of the things mayor stewart always was able to do was just like train tall fighters you know he would train them to fight tall you know he would always tell them that you need to fight tall and i think that the way klitschko was fighting before like he's a perfect example like even whenever he was younger he was getting knocked out it wasn't the fact that he was old. It's the fact that, you know, he's a heavyweight. He is slower. So kind of um, take, you know, being taken under uh, Manuel Stewart's wing, he was able to teach him how to fight in a certain way, you know, being bigger and slower, but at the same time being quick and efficient, you know what I mean, with his punches. And like you say, being able to be out of the way of those hard shots, you know, by, by using your body, using your height. So, I'm going back to what you were saying. I do feel like if you are a long-time trainer or somebody in your fighter, you see them moments where he's starting to get slower. Y'all have to go back to the lab and say, this is the time you might need to tighten up on head movement more. You know what I mean? Your legs ain't there. You know, you need you need to start slipping and we need to start doing more slip drills and you need to start getting out of there more, you know, no more, no more trading, you know? Right. And like I say, and I mean, I don't know how well that message is received to all fighters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, like, man, I ain't slipping. I still got it. And it could be, you know, all types of variables to, you know, those conversations or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I know mm-hmm. it ain't well received sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, it's reality. And a fighter has to know he needs somebody looking out for him and, and, and from that perspective. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. This, this is love. This is not just the dollar sign, the mill ticket, this is love. I don't want to see you dead nowhere, you know, or hurt really bad. So they need those guys in that corner that really care about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because uh, one of the things, man, I was just thought of now, one thing that's important to me, if I'm a trainer, for my fighter, it's important he be fighter of the year instead of having fight of the night. You know what I mean? Like, to me, there's a big difference in that because fight of the night, 
that's basically you could be put on your ass, but you got fighter tonight, but you hurt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. winner or loser, okay, you got fighter tonight, but you you might be damaged, you might be busted up. But if you fighter of the year, your fighter might just be the one that that has the appreciate appreciation of skill. You know what I mean? He's the guy that's you know racking up wins, but people might not like his style, but he's known as the fighter of the year because he's a guy that's, you know, dominating. I agree with that. And, yeah. Um, when I think of fighter of the night, and my mind, this is just my mind, goes more to MMA. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're more able to have a fight of the night. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's, it's Some, martial arts. You yeah. know what I mean? But boxer, fight of the year, like you said, to me, is something that you would want your fighter to have and it's something a fighter should want to have because that means you did good all year not just one night mm-hmm. you know, fight of the night you might have got knocked out the rest of the year <laughs> you feel exactly. me exactly you're not going to get fight of the year if you haven't done well you know not not even really well uh, above you know above, what I mean? above the yeah above average above, mm-hmm. you know that year so um I, I totally agree with you on that you know what i'm saying um some trainers might beg to differ. They might say, yo, fighting, uh, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I feel the same way you feel about it. And, you know, fighter, fighter of the year would be a more impressive um, thing to win to me. Yeah, for real, man. That's how I feel, man. Uh, man, this just popped in my head, man. Like, being a trainer, how do you think it is training somebody like Brandon Rios, man? Like, what do y'all go through, man? fucking nightmare because <laughs> you yeah look y'all could be in there doing mitts he probably like oh i'm gonna be slipping all right, all right i got you then when he get in there he just trade <laughs> he just yeah, trade you already know that no man so it's pointless even waste your time yeah and doing a whole bunch of strategic stuff because you know what's gonna happen just make sure his condition is there you know what i'm saying Damn, you just said make sure he's his condition you said that's, that's all you can do and why waste your time with putting together a well-developed plan for him to disregard it at, at the sound of the first bell. And I mean, it's pointless. So you know what he's going to do. You know what you get. Just make sure he's able to do what he does well. Mm-hmm. You know, the stamina is good. He rested. He, whatever he need to do. You know what I'm saying? But game plan with Brandon Real, it's a fucking nightmare training him, man. Come on, dude, bro. dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I would, I would give somebody a medal, a trophy, a ring magazine any belt of the year if he could actually turn this guy around and make him into a boxer <laughs> you know i, I don't even think emmanuel stewart could you know that's how hard i think he is you know like it with with his style he's just so set in that style you know so i don't think anybody could change him you know that's just that's just bam bam right there yeah you know what I'm saying? but yeah before we jump to the next topic too man before we Get off of Lamont Peterson, man. Just, just you know, since he retiring too, man. Just want to say shout out to him, and just, just when we go back and look at his resume too, man. Look at it, man. Compared to some of these other guys out here, you know what I mean? He and everybody, man. Everybody, you know, and that's the one thing they can say. He was kind of that throwback fighter that never ducked a fighter, always came to fight, you know, win or lose. So, what else can you say? You know, he he did it his way, you know. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he got losses, but look, look who he fought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause look, look, look who he faced. I mean, you you gonna have losses facing those those type of people. That's why I say, you know, you gotta give Floyd May- Mayweather his credit. He is an anomaly to do the things that he's done. That's not an easy feat to accomplish. You know, with the names on his resume. Yeah. So you know, Lamont Peterson, he got the names, but you know, some of them he came up short. Some of them was. Bad decisions, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't ducked nobody. He he, he fought everybody. And, and you know, mm-hmm. like you said, man, um, he definitely had a hell of a career. You know, like I said on Instagram, man, you know, gave us some great fights to, ref- to look back on. You yeah. Know what I'm and, and like I said, you know, I'm big on the backstories. It's, it's, that story is just so inspirational for other kids who may not even be homeless, but just down on their luck or, mm-hmm. you know, from a not so great, you know, background or whatever, but they be, they, they, they go from literally being homeless to becoming 
a world champion. That's 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 a powerful story, powerful message right there. It is, man. Definitely, yeah. a, definitely an inspiration because when you brought up Floyd, think about it, man. Like people might not understand what I'm saying, but him and Floyd, they're kind of one in the same because. They wanted everything, you know, they wanted it all. But I mean, one just tended to exceed there. But once you look at the resume for both fighters, you know, they both wanted it, you know. But like I said, sometimes one guy, he might just make it, you know. So when you go back and look, Peterson, he could have been that too. But I mean, sometimes he just falls short, you know. I mean, he did get the raw end of the decision with some of these fights, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Danny Garcia. But yeah, man. I mean, and then like that, that's that's like I just said, and I forget, you know, Floyd wasn't homeless, you know. Yeah, he wasn't. I had a best background, but he had a house with a roof over his head. Mm-hmm. He probably every day. Tell my guys who was homeless. When you're homeless, and you don't, you can't guarantee you're eating every day. If you don't have no way to live, how can you say? How can you get I to the gym? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, who to, to 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 still make it that far? Yeah, I fell short a little bit, you know, but I mean, I come from nothing. I come from nothing that went further than a lot of people were ever going to go. So it's um, it's a great story, man. It really is. It is, man. Definitely, man. So I definitely got to say again, shout out to Lamar Peterson. You know, I think he made the right choice, man. But, uh, yeah, before we jump to the next one, anything else you want to say in closing on it, man? Got to make a movie uh-huh. of Lamar Peterson, man. Uh-huh. I said, got to make a movie of Lamar Peterson. I mean, that'd you be know. a dope, dope story, brothers, you know homeless to go on into the boxing world and, and do good things. I mean, I think it's a good storyline. Yeah, shout so, out to Anthony too. I don't want to ignore him because he was his brother. He was in there too, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to his brother. You know, I've been mentioning him, just not saying his name, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, both guys, you know, remarkable stories, man. Yeah, because he did come away with the, his win too. You know, he did win um, Sunday night too, so definitely shout out to him, man. But um yeah man I'm um, jumping over here Terence Crawford versus Amir Khan P had to bring me back I almost I almost went over and said this was going to be a 50-50 fight you know but um uh, as we get closer to it man I'm getting a little bit more excited cuz you know that's just me the hardcore fan I want to see Bud back and I want to see what Khan is talking about what he what he bringing to the table you know Khan's been talking you know Khan's been talking I've been looking at the press conference Khan said things like Terrence Crawford's not a legit welterweight. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's been saying little things like that, saying that he's ready for this fight because um, this is what he looked forward to, big fights. You know, but sometimes that's dangerous, man, because when you're looking forward to the big fight and you're not looking forward to the the fight that's in front of you, you can lose, you know? And I always kind of feel like that's Khan's thing. Khan is always just looking for that one fight. You know, he's not really focused on the whole aspect the whole picture like Terrence Crawford you know Terrence Crawford every little fight he's taking is a move like on the chessboard you know calculated absolutely always you know so like you say looking for money fights but to be honest I don't really know how this fight will be considered a big fight for him or a money fight I mean it seemed like the Cal Brook fight would have been a bigger fight a money fight you know for the fans you know, we want to see Bud in there or whatever, but um, I don't know, and it's it been a little hard for me to get up for this fight, to be honest, because it's a strategic, I mean, it's a um, legit fight, you know, it, it lines up well on paper, but it's just still, me. you know, me personally, been hard for me to get up, because it's just like, um, it, it, it wasn't something that I really seen for Bud necessarily being next or whatever, but it's getting closer, and I guess, you know, come fight week, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll be where I need to be at to um, see, see what's going to go down on four twenty. I mean, th- I mean, too. Yeah, like when you brought that up, man. The fact that um, you brought the fact too about Khan saying this is a money fight. Yeah, like you said, the Kell Brook thing. That that seems like where he should be cashing out at. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean Wembley over there. You know, I mean, big, but that's what I'm saying so. It just was a fight that I didn't see coming. I mean, it's like you know. I mean, we it just you know boxing. Man. It's like it's like the Mikey Garcia Errol Spence thing. We didn't see that coming. I was just about to say it's like 
even though Mikey was calling him out, I still didn't think it was going. I didn't think he would say yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but this one was even more far fetched because I didn't even know that it was it was being considered. So, but whatever, it's going down. I mean, like I say on paper, and I mean, of course, I'm a Bud fan all day long, and I think you know Bud gonna smoke him on 420 like a blunt. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> you know. Khan is still dangerous. Khan still has a chance. I mean, he still is fast. You know, we've seen what he did to that last kid that he fought. You know, I mean, we talking about levels. I mean, he ain't Terrence Crawford. That kid was nowhere near Terrence Crawford. But, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, Khan still got some some speed and I guess a little bit of pop. So it's, it's definitely not like a, a total gimme fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Terrence Crawford got to go in there and be on, be on, be on his on his A game until the kill was secured. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because you see even Canelo Canelo fighting a blown up Khan had to be on his A game because, you know, he was losing that fight until he landed that sweet shot. He was getting touched up. He was getting touched up. But, But you know what? Like you were saying, like, we didn't see this now. If Bud had taken on Mikey Garcia, for some reason, that would have been nice. And if Spence had taken on Khan, for some reason, I would have been a little bit more satisfied with those two fights. I don't know why, man. I mean, I know I know Spence would take Khan's head off, but I just feel like the Mikey... I'm trying to, I'm trying to ingest it and I'm trying to think about... I mean, I guess I could see Khan, you know, being that he's been in there with damn near 160 pounder, definitely fitting that role, fitting that role more better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just thinking, damn. With with because for some reason, and I don't think Khan would have got out of like three, two or three rounds with Spence. I mean, Mikey went twelve. You talking about a small guy going twelve? Mm-hmm. I don't think Khan would have made it three rounds. So I'm oh, trying yeah. to trying to analyze this all quick while you throwing it to me. Okay. And, uh, I just think it would have oh. looked it looked nicer like. Khan's kind of a big 5'8 guy, welterweight, and Spence is a 5'8 welterweight, you know? And you, and, you know, Mikey and Terrence Crawford, they have history in the amateurs. And, you know, Mikey Mikey had his choice of words talking about Terrence Crawford. So I felt like, you know, y'all y'all could have did this, you know what I mean? You know, but and, 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 and you're absolutely right. I, I see that 100%. But I, I was just kind of, you know, thinking like, was Mikey Garcia more worthy adversary for Spence than Khan would have been? No, I mean he was. That's the thing. Like, like, believe me, Khan would have gave up the ghost, but Khan, I, I don't know. Some about it would have did more for Spence. That's why I feel like, and it, it the matchup on paper just looked bigger because then it would have been like, oh man, everybody gonna feel like Khan got something to to you know nullify. The power of Spence, and then clock. You know, it's a good highlight reel for Spence. So you know, yeah, all day long, all day long, and I, I definitely could have. Um, I wouldn't have had no problem with, with 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 those fights at all. I was just thinking too deep, you know, just thinking like, damn, you know, Khan probably would have got knocked out, and Mikey made twelve. You know what I'm saying? Made yeah. twelve in there with him. So, um, yeah, I think it was just like the highlight thing for me, like. I know, yeah, like I said, he definitely got his t- head taken off in like two or three, but I just feel like for some reason the face-offs look more interesting with him facing Khan and him facing Garcia, you know? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I'm, I'm you know, doing this in my head and doing the visuals. And, I mean, it, def- it definitely wouldn't have been an out-of-place fight. No. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been an out-of-place fight. When the out of place fight, because like Khan and Terrence Crawford, it's still kind of, hey, where'd that come from, to be honest? And you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I say on paper, it should be some action or whatever, but Dispense and Khan, I wouldn't have questioned that one at all, really. No. So I knew it was going to be a highlight reel, but I'd have been like, all right, well, that's cool. I mean, he put names on his resume, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, hey, you know. So, we ain't really going into breakdown of fight yet, because we know what's going to happen, but. As we get closer, but I got another question for you about this fight. Like, is what do you think as far as like, well, not specifically the fight, but the fighters? Okay, but do you think he's kind of being held back with top rank as far as like what he could be doing? You know, just going by what 
Errol Spence was able to do with Mikey Garcia. Like, okay, maybe Mikey Garcia was the the main attraction why a lot of people came out to see the the Errol Spence fight. But Errol Spence, he played a power move by taking on that guy to get himself a bigger fan base and get himself more money. But do you feel like Terrence Crawford is kind of limited by being with top rank? See, he can't do them power moves, you know what I mean? I mean, that's definitely, the, you know, how it looks, and but I'm just curious, in 2019, uh, people still fall into them bad contracts like that, eh? you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, Bud had to, he got to see all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got to see all this stuff, and he got to know that I'm super talented. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could be, it could be another Andre Ward thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which would be terrible. You know what I'm saying? If he had to do something like that to play hardball, to you know, get out of, I don't know. You know, because people say he need to do Barbara. He need to, but how easy is is that to do? Eh? Mm-hmm. You know, this stuff with contracts is <laughs> you want to leave all you want. Well, you got enough money, you can buy yourself out, and I doubt that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Bob would even go for nothing like that. He know turns Crawford is going to be a gold mine. You know, even if he was to lose against uh, Earl Spence, I'd probably be a rematch, and then it might be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, I don't see nobody else really messing messing with him right now. You know, and like I say, turns Crawford. I mean, Earl Spence. That, that's that ain't. That ain't ten out of ten times Earl Spence beats him. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how that would go out, go down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Cause uh, I do hope, like you say, it's not one of them contracts where he's in it for like four or five fights, and you know that kind of wastes his prime stuck in this lane. Because shout out to Deontay Wilder. A lot of people always say, "Oh, he just Al Heyman fight. He PBC fighter." But Al Deontay Wilder already stated that. Al Heyman is just his advisor, but he can fight anywhere he want, you know, and that's kind of a beautiful thing for a guy like him who gets all this hate. You know, he can still choose where he's going. You know, the zone want him, you know, uh, who else want ESPN try to get him. So he decided to stay with Showtime because he can call the shots. But it seemed like whenever people ask about the Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford fight, they always got to say, hey, you need to talk to Al. You need to talk to Bob Arum. But. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, they made the fight the first time because they called the shots. You know what I mean? Neither one of those guys at the time were really under a contract. So I just kind of felt like, man, it seems like a lot of questions there. Like with Terrence Crawford, like how long will he be held under there where he can't make these fights? Because at least Spence, he can take a Pacquiao. He can take a Porter fight, you know, if Porter won it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like he is open to all that, you know? Yeah, I mean, he definitely got. He he has not more options. He has the options, eh? mm-hmm. you know. And Terrence Crawford, it's not a lot out there for you. But but the thing is, and it's a resolution to this. This, this shouldn't stop great fights from happening. It's because all people worry about is money. So just you know, break the bread and break the bread. Make the fight. And I mean, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of all these politics. Everybody wants to see the fight. Everybody's gonna make money. You know what I'm saying? And it needs to really, it needs to happen, man. It needs to happen. I mean, because other than that, eh, like I say, if he's locked in the contract, and then uh, who, 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 what else could happen? Mm-hmm. You know what else can happen? If he is, it's just like, oh man, and he just kind of wastes the way. You know what I mean? As far as the yeah. career went, welterweight. It's, it's, it, you know, it don't leave him with a lot of options if, if, if that's what happened. I don't know if that's what he did, but I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, I can't believe that, you know, people, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know what stories are out there about the money and all this stuff or whatever, and, but Bob, if he ain't taking care of him, he, he probably about to get some pressure because you know what I'm saying because there's a lot of stuff out there you know what I'm saying you know LB was saying what you know it's a lot of it's a lot of talk out there about the money eh? Terrence Crawford ain't lying mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah Espe- especially when yeah, we, you brought up the other day when we were talking too about you know just having Tyson Fury get this big contract you know what I mean and absolutely your stable fighters <clears throat> Your fighters already under the stable, you know they kind of got to feel a certain way. Absolutely. You know what I mean? 
I mean, he getting this off one fight. He was out two years, year before that, and comes back and got, got one big fight. And y'all give him that. And I've been here grinding with y'all, you know, holding network down. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, on the flip side, it's, it's stories out there. And I mean, nobody really knows what's in this man's bank account either. I mean, when I see Terrence Crawford, I don't really hear him crying about money or, yo, my money. I don't hear him talking that mm-hmm. talk. When I see him, he looks happy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I if if I was him, yeah, I would definitely be content because as far as we've seen him do things, you know, we've seen him make statements with, with his skill at, at the same time. We've seen him looking comfortable, you know what I mean? Like as far as the money goes, you know, he ain't a big flasher, you know, but he definitely don't look like a poor man either, you know, a guy that's, you know, begging. No, no. No, like you said, he seems to be happy, a family guy. You know, he got the things he need. And, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, like I say, I, and people not stupid in 2019. I mean, if he not getting big, they coming. They mm-hmm. coming. You know what I'm saying? If he, if he not getting. And I, I don't know 100% that he not getting something decent. You know what I mean? Because, you know, people don't know everything. Everything ain't, ain't public information. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. So, Ideal, you know, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, anytime your fighter probably seeing a certain thing, they might throw you a few couple mil on the side, you know, just to say, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, come on. Because we got to remember, okay, this is the fight game, but. Boxing, yes. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, these guys got families too, so when they do see dollar oh, yeah. signs, you know, they do say, hey, we. We could use that little bit of money, you know what I mean? Like some guys, like for example, off topic, but they take step aside money, you know, and if they can't get to fight, you know, they say you take that step aside money. All right, you know, he don't want to fight me. I'll take the money. <laughs> and think about it, Aunt. that type of money ain't really, ain't no paper trail on that. Ain't no paper trail on hey, Matthew, extra two million there because you didn't get yeah. paper trail on that necessarily. You know, now they know your purse might be public, but ain't no. The extras ain't public. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Yeah, yeah, we think about that money. Shit, we need to get, I need to get trained up. Yeah. Shit. Something. <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, um, like I said, Khan taking on Bud, you know, kind of making this seem like he got the chance. And does he really got a leg to stand on to say he, Terrence Crawford's not a legit welterweight? Come on, man. And you want to build, Khan hasn't even want to build the welterweight, right? No. You know, I mean, Terrence already taken the belt from Jeff Horn, the guy who beat Pacquiao, right? You know, he already won a belt. He already beat another welterweight in Benavidez. Come on now. Like, what more do you have to prove? Especially to somebody like Amir Khan, you know what I mean? And then my thing is, it's just crazy. And it's like telling somebody they not a boxer, but they fighting on Showtime. They in the boxing ring, got boxing gloves on, fighting, got shoes on, what you telling me? And I go, why is everybody saying he's not a true welterweight, but he's fighting at welterweight and got a belt at welterweight? If he ain't a true welterweight, go fuck him up. Exactly. Go fuck him up then, because he's campaigning at welterweight. If he don't belong there, good for you. Go show it. It should be easy, right, Hank? You should say, well, the guy's too small. We going we, we to eat him up. Go do that. Why Why you just keep saying, like, oh, yo, he I don't, that's like fighting up, but you can fight a dude this. Two two weight classes down, it just they don't just that's not making sense, man. You know what? A real one, what they would do, what they would, what they would do, they would just go in there, take him out, take his belt, and be like, "Yeah, I beat him because I had to take it because he wasn't real." You know, he wasn't a real yeah, welterweight. Then you can say, "I try to tell y'all he wasn't a true welterweight." Mm-hmm. But you saying that full with, with no like validation besides weight? That don't that ain't enough, bro. You know what I'm saying, but I'm starting to see it's like a, a current theme with the fighters, you know, I ain't the first time, you know, or the first fighter that kind of try to say he ain't a true welterweight or he ain't, you know, so, um, yeah, it's always like a catchphrase thing, you know, fighters say, uh, who is he beating? Um, uh, he don't bring money in, uh, I gotta be the A-side, <laughs> you know what I mean? All those little things they say to try to make a fight not happen, you know what I mean? Like, and it's sad too, because man, this is the welterweight division where we got all these guys in here. But it seemed like it's taking forever to get them mix up, man. 
And it's like we were saying the other day, man, it's like these guys are 28, 29, 30, 31, <laughs> damn near pushing 33. And they haven't done the things like guys like Roy have done, James, Tony, you know what I mean? Like Hopkins, you know, unifying all the belts. You know, none of these guys have like taken over a whole division in that prime year of their life, you know, 25, 26, you know what I mean? And I just feel like this is uh it's kind of sad to see, you know, and it's it's kind of like the money's making this, you know, it, the the money's slowing it down. It's the money. It's the money, yeah. You know, guys are not as hungry as they used to be. You know. Yeah, man, but uh yeah. I'm just looking forward to get this one over with, man, cuz like once these fights get out of the way, then they can't say nothing no more. Everybody got to start mixing it up, you know. I think whenever Bud gets Khan out of the way, then things will start to shake up. What do you think as far as, like, the the whole PBC Showtime thing, you know, or uh, ESPN top rank? They should start to make it happen. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he if he go in there and do what he supposed to do and look impressive, which which I believe he, he know that it's some stuff riding on this fight, you know what I'm saying? He can't go in there and look bad in this fight and then – be campaigning for Spence and all because they going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if he go in there and, you know, look impressive, um, I know they're going to throw something else at him, man, but what can you throw at him? He beat Jeff Horn, he beat the belt, he got Khan, this is true, welterweight or big, you know, shit went all the way up to 154, 160, whatever he did, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He beat him. What else did he got to do to be a true welterweight, eh? Welterweight is only 147 pounds, I mean, damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you get on the scale and it says one forty seven, that's. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I don't get it. For real, man. Yeah, let's just let's make. Well, if that's the case, you need to be saying that. Just as equal for the people that this heavier than one forty seven and coming down. Right. You know, I mean, you're not a true whatever you are. It's it should be both ways, not just one way or whatever. But you know, it's deeper than that, and it's politics. Is is you know? Come on, we know. That ain't it. We know that's not the real reason. Nah, it ain't. So. Yeah, man. Well, on that note, man, uh, I think we probably went on both of these topics pretty good. You know, just like I said, like like we always do, man. Um, hit y'all with some, hit y'all in the head with something a little bit different, man. But before we wrap this up again, P, I'm gonna blow your mind again, man. What you think, man? Mikey Garcia versus Tank. I know you want that fight, man. <laughs> that's that's. Are you, is, this, is, this, is this legit or is a trick question? It's just a trick question, man. Like oh, it's a well, fantasy. Okay. It's a fantasy fight. You know how people yeah, got there. Because <laughs> you know, I never, I never thought about it. Um, I mean, it definitely be a good one. It definitely be, definitely be a good one. Yeah, you know how people got their fantasy football and all of that, man. Got to have our fantasy fight, man. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, of course. That's interesting, man. I mean, that's something that we could, you know, revisit and really break down, you know, how those styles could match up. And, I mean, it could be something that happens at some point in time or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, whenever it happens, and you know, I'm be riding with, with, with my boy, but, you know, fight night made the best man win. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got Robert Tank, man. You know, you know I like like Tank style too, man. You know? So, I, mean, but, I, I, I like Mikey, you know what I mean? But, um... No come fight night, the best man gonna pull it out, and that's that's gonna be that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you gotta get beat fair and square, and I mean, it's, it's really nothing you can say. Yeah. You know, boxing. I mean, you get knocked out. I mean, what can I say? Even if I was pulling for that guy, I can't dispute that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All this book football, that was bad play, bad this, bad mm-hmm. that. You know. Um, so well, I've seen. Stuff- some of it's definitive, man. It ain't no ifs and buts. You're done. It's out. I've seen guys go as far as to say they haven't been knocked out and they was on the camp. That's <laughs> true too. That's true too, man. I got, I got take that back because guys will be knocked the hell out and tell I wasn't out. You stopped the fight for dude Marlon Starling. He had got clocked and he was out. And then he got his. Like, I was never knocked out. He was like, I was never knocked out. I was like, okay, run that right. tape back, baby. Right. But yeah, man. Uh, pretty much all we got on this one, man. Anything else you want to say in closing, P? Um, no, nah, man. Just, you know, looking forward to, you know, like I say, um, 
second quarter of the fight game, man. We still got some big fights coming up. You know what I'm saying? Mainly that, you know, Jacobson, Triple G. While you bring that up, man, we still got about 10 about 10, 15 minutes. What do you think, man? Of the what do you think? You you asked me this. What do you think of the first quarter of this year? Um, so far I'm satisfied. Eh? We've been, we we we've been having um some good fights. Yeah. From like smaller names all the way up to um the bigger names. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I don't really have too many complaints. You know, I'm I'm curious to see if we can pull out a whole another year again, though. Eh? You know, like last year was pretty good. If we can, 2016 was good. Yeah, 20, you know. Mm. But if we can just be consistent with this, that would just be a real good look for the boxing that, you know, we've been, five, the last five years, we've had good good years of boxing. That's that, That'll be dope. Yeah. Yeah, you know man. Um, second quarter, I'm looking forward to uh, Clarissa Seals and uh, Regina Hammer. Christina Hammer. I always call Regina. Christina Hammer. You know, if she wins this fight, Clarissa, this will be her second division that she unified so you know, these men men fighters need to take notes second undisputed division she unified so you know that's and, uh, you was telling me about the, the chick the hammer chick she this is this should be this is like a legit fight right this yeah, is, yeah. she she got some she got some goods right yeah she got right. goods man she's um you know she experienced she's been you know champion for a long time you got a belt right yeah yeah yeah, she got two belts two belts okay yeah so um definitely um you know i'm be looking forward to seeing what you know what clarissa do too i mean she she like i say and i'm not the biggest female boxing fan but clarissa shields chasing greatness and i am a fan of that you know so um yeah i'm be looking out oh yeah no doubt man Cause yeah, that's that's you just said it right there. Greatness is undeniable. You know what yeah, I mean? Greatness it don't it don't matter, dude. I just like to see it. If you see it, you can't do nothing but respect it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. Before we wrap this up, P, you know, give give out that home address like you always do, home phone number um, and all that. You know, y'all can reach reach on our different platforms, but you know, I'm mainly on IG or whatever. You can reach check me out at, on IG at P P Bond Hill. And um, at Loud Pat Boxing on Instagram, also and the Jab Effect. You can check me, me and Combo Breaker ninety nine out. You know Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm gonna let Ant run the rest of the stuff down because he better with running. <laughs> He's still okay. He, he run. He better with all the social media math than I am. I can't even say half of them, but whatever. Now I don't forgot everything. <laughs> nah, nah good. Yeah, you can follow me on Combo Breaker ninety nine on Instagram and all boxing everything on Instagram, and uh, you can follow us both thejabeffect.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. F I T. So uh, yeah, I need to get on the Twitter more, man. <laughs> I need to get on the tw- I need to get on the tweeting a little bit more, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just a visual person, so I like Instagram a lot. You know what I mean? Like, as far as pictures go. Same for me, too. I see our Twitter been kind of blowing up or whatever. I mean, definitely mm-hmm. get on there, be a little more um, active with the people. But we definitely got one, and we definitely do be on there. But not like we on some of the other platforms or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, um, the Twitter thing, I know it's heavy in the boxing game, but... I don't know. I gotta see. I gotta see, man. It's been a few years. I still haven't really got sucked into it. Eh? You know. What yeah, I mean? me either. Like, if you hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, you know, we will get back to you. You know, what I mean, as far as comments, or whatever. But like, just posting there too. Like I said, I just like to post it. But like, tweeting is kind of fun to watch when you see Pacquiao or Errol Spence or you know them kind of going back and forth. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the only only thing I be seeing. You know, whenever other celebrities are boxing. Boxes kind of go back and forth on it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's another tool out here, so you know, it's serving its purpose or whatever. But um, yeah, definitely gotta get 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 my step my Twitter game up. Yeah. But, P, I ain't trying to hold you up or bug you, man. But one more thing just popped into <laughs> my head, man. <laughs> nah, it's just funny. It's funny. Well, we ain't really got a chance to really politic on a lot of stuff over the week, but man, I was just brought up Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you saw Manny Pacquiao posted his little poll, right? Of who he should fight. 
Yeah. Floyd, Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia, and Sean Porter. And uh, Errol Spence was nowhere to be found on there, man. Yeah. That, that tells you he didn't want that fight. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, when he called him to the ring, even after the Mikey fight, you see how fast he got out of there, right? Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, I got a peep, peep game because, um, you know, I, I never take Manny to not really want to fight. No, no, yeah. You know, but, I mean, he, this, this is an old Manny, and after watching that fight close up, he might have said, well, shit, I mean. Exactly. That's why I was going to say, like, I just found it to be kind of, you know, not funny, funny, but, you know, I respect Manny all day long because he's still a legend. But I'm just saying, like, if you don't want that fight, I respect that. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people yeah. giving him a lot of flack for not putting Spence on the pole. But well, how would you give a person that's going to the Hall of that will wind up being a legend in the boxing game? How you going to give him flack because he don't want to fight the, the most dangerous guy in the division? Come on, mm-hmm. guys in the division right now won't face him. His age. How are you going to give a legend flat foot? Come on, man. Stop it. Exactly. It's ridiculous. We're talking about a guy who fought everybody. You know what I mean? He beat and, and, everybody. And to be honest, man, I can't even say that, man, he don't want to fight. His people might not want the fight to happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? people around him. I mean, I don't take Manny being scared to fight nobody. Right, which is cool, too, you know? We're saying he wanted the winner of Spencer and Garcia. Maybe he thought Mikey Garcia was going to win. I don't know, but I don't take Manny is he's the nicest guy ever, but I never know him to be a punk, eh? No, <laughs> never, no. Uh, I, think, I think it was like at the moment when he got called to the ring, I think it was just kind of a surprise thing, you know what I mean? That's probably why he was like, hey, we really talk about it. I don't think he was ducking him anyway. I think he just was at the moment where like, you know, I'm not really promoting nothing, you know what I mean? I'm just here to see what's going on, but, like, y'all so quick to promote this fight, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't want to be put in that situation where I only got this many fights left and I'm going for these fights, so don't try to put me in the one, you know what I mean? Don't put me in the one situation yet. Bro, he's a legend in the game. You don't do no legend. You know, they treat him like... Like a newborn, man. Yeah, he was the contender. He's a legend. Yeah. You don't know, you know, make him fight nobody. He do what he want to do. If he want to walk away, I'm fine with that. At but, you know, I ain't got number of respect for Manny. Whatever he continue to do. I mean, you honestly ask me. I don't want to see him fight no more. I mean, I want to see fighters get old and enjoy their life and relax, enjoy their money. That's what I personally want to see fighters doing. You know, once you get past shit, I mean, 35, 40, definitely. But I agree, guys. Enjoying their life. I don't necessarily. I mean, he he he's gave us his life, man. He's gave us his life. He dedicated his his life to the sport. I mean, he gave he, many great fights. Hey, Manny, don't I don't need to see another Manny fight because it's not the Manny that we used to seeing. It's just it's just a name now. Yeah, really, because he's fought through so many errors. You know, like why why are we still questioning his heart? You know, you should be questioning the man's heart at this point. And that's why, like, going back to the poll, all in all, for me, I personally, like you said, I really don't care who he fights on that list. I don't really even want to see him fight these guys. These guys need to take Floyd off, too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Danny, Sean, Keith, Errol, they need to mix it up. You know, keep young boys, keep it in the same bracket. You know what I'm saying? On the real, keep Manny's name out your mouth at this point. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that'll make him decide to retire once they kind of push him out. You know, don't don't try to milk him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I say, that's my take on that. You know, I want to see all these guys get past their prime and be able to retire, enjoy their money and, and, and their health. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Healthy. That's it for me. I, I, I'm not that much of a fan that, oh, man, I wish he was still fighting, man. No, wow. I don't, don't want to see nobody. When, when they decide it ain't time no more, all right, then I'm cool with that because don't go in there and get knocked out to make me entertain, you know, me. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't that serious. You know what I'm saying? No. Me. Spe- so. Especially when he, like you say, satisfied us. He gave us everything, you know, answer questions. So it's done, you know? But yeah, on that note, P, I'm sorry to hold you up for that part again, man. Yeah. You know, that was that was that was interesting. That was cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I am about to go to this world now. I am about to go to the soup.
Oh man, okay, yeah, man. So yeah, before we bounce here, that's all we got for y'all. I'm Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Box P, y'all. And we out, y'all. Peace. Later.